We're back to the Neil Haley Show here on the Total Celebrity segment. And I'm excited to welcome the program, Harold Jackson III. How are you, Harold? Thanks for coming by, man. I'm good, Neil. Thank you for having me. All right, we're going to talk about Liam White, but let's talk about your career first of all, like and just how you got involved. Did you always want to be an actor, director, all that stuff? Was that what you were thinking about when you were a kid? Uh, no, no, no. I, I think I always wanted to make films. Um, um, definitely not anything in front of the camera. I know that never uh, uh, turned me on at all. Um, but, you know, behind the camera, uh, directing, filmmaking, producing, um, I think I always wanted to do that. I, um, um, I, I come from a fairly large uh, family. You know, I only have one brother, but I have a ton of cousins and uncles and that kind of thing. And um, they're, they're, they're very much uh, sort of amateur film buffs, if you will. <laughs> so they, they enjoy a good time uh, with, with uh, films and just seeing them enjoy themselves. has always been something I wanted to do for people. All right. So let's just jump right, you know, specifically into uh, your career and the projects I guess you're most proud of, I'm sure every one of the projects, but kind of go to the ones you want to talk about most and say, you know, especially the one you got to claim for as well. for sure. Yeah. 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 So I've, I've, I've made a few films uh, in my career. Um, um, like, like any filmmaker, I think if they're being honest with themselves, sometimes they hit, sometimes they miss, you know, sometimes it's a home run, sometimes it's a line drive, a bunt single. And sometimes, you know, you strike out, but um, with with that said, I think uh, the first film that kind of put me on the map was a film called uh, Last Night that I did in maybe 2014, 2015, something like that. Um, and that did really well. It won a bunch of uh, film festival awards. It, um, it, sort of, it sort of put my name out there. and People started to take notice a little bit um, from that film. And that film stars a, a couple of wonderful actors, um, uh, an actor named Danny Gavigan, and then uh, another actor named uh, Judy uh, Johnson. Um, and they're both uh, really wonderful people. So uh, I'm glad that was a success for not only myself, but for them as well. Um, and then I think the, the film I'm most proudest of is, is, is my latest film. It's a film called uh, uh, the, Forg the Forgettable Life of Liam White. Um, and uh, it's just, uh, it, it turned out, it's one of the first films that I can, I can it's probably the first film that I can watch that I've made that I can watch from beginning to end. So um, um, I'm really proud of that one. Yeah. All right. So you're proud of the, the, the current one. And that's the way to definitely talk about yeah. it. And it was a, how long in this process to get this film made? That's always the big challenge, right? Yeah. 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 Usually it is. Um, we actually, we actually shot it during the, during the pandemic. Um, so we shot it. We, we, we were COVID protocol masked, the whole deal and tests and, and uh, so we shot it in December of late November, early December of 20, uh, uh, 22 or 20, 2020, excuse me, 2020. Um, so it's a relative, it's, you know, it's sort of fresh off the press and, and ready to go kind of thing. Um, there was surprisingly, I, there's, there is usually a battle to get, get films made. Um, but for whatever reason, this film sort of came together really quickly. I wrote it um, early, uh, actually probably right before everything sort of went haywire with COVID. And then um, once the sort of the dust relatively settled and we realized that uh, productions were still going in some cases and it looked like another shutdown was going to come around soon, um, we decided to jump on that window and everybody was down to do it. So coming up with the storyline, how did you come up with this? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so uh, uh, 
the the character Liam White was actually a side side character in a series that I wrote. Um, and then when it was done, I ultimately, uh, it just wasn't that good. I wasn't that happy with it. So I, I decided to sort of uh, put it back in the oven and maybe take it out one day. Um, but I really liked the character, Liam. Um, he was just known as Liam in the, um, in the series. Um, but I really liked the character, Liam. Um, so I started, you know, for some reason he stuck with me and then uh, I, I started to write a little bit. Um, I took actually the opening scene from the film is uh, almost word for word taken from the series that I eventually scrapped um, where he's visited by the main character of the series and she listens to him at a book reading, uh, read those words. And then I, I just sort of springboarded from that and, and, and created the story around that character. Interesting. So that's pretty much uh, how it developed. So tell us about the storyline without giving everything away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's um, um, I tell everybody it's it, it's before I tell you the storyline. It sounds like a Debbie Downer, but it's not. It's, it, to me, it's borderline a comedy. Um, I I really think it's it's a pretty funny film. Um, even those dealing with pretty uh, heavy uh, subject matter. Um, it's um, so it's about a a uh, uh, a author, a novelist who gets um, uh, a diagnosis that he has a terminal illness. And then from there, he sort of decides um, uh, that he's gonna reconcile with his life and with his past and with his, his parents and with all the people that sort of shaped him for better or worse. And we follow him through that journey, not only trying to reconcile with those people, some people he tells, some people he doesn't uh, tell them what's going on. Some people know, some people know partially, some people know he's sick, not that he's, um, uh, not that he's going to die soon. Um, so it's just him navigating that world and then sort of very loosely going through the stages of grief and coming to terms with, with who he is as a person before um, uh, anything sort of finite happens to him. Um, and it's, it's, it's very much, it sounds like a Debbie Downer, but it's very much a holiday film. It's really a film about, uh, it's, it's really a film about life. We took some very uh, interesting uh, sort of, uh, turns and nuances with that with that storyline that in theory you've probably seen that movie movie before an author gets sick and he writes his sort of last novel that makes him great and uh, that's not necessarily what the movie is about the movie is not about a character dying it's about a character being born it's more about a transition in, in stages of life than it is about uh, 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 dying all right so looking at the whole Liam White thing author do you have, because uh, you, again, you're a writer and director and stuff. Do you look at, did you write books for, as, as you? Have you been an author too? If you're putting in. Uh, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't written a novel. I've actually written a graphic novel um, and okay. had, had it illustrated uh, by a really, um, uh, uh, really dope young artist in the Washington DC area. His name is Anthony, Anthony Jackson. Shout out to Anthony, Anthony Jackson. Um, we haven't released it yet, but it's uh, it's really good. It's a crime crime novel. But I haven't written a novel, um, a traditional novel before. So it is kind of um, I've written many a script, but you know, novel they're different animals. I, I think any any professional will tell you that. When you speak about author author, you know, I, thinking about that writing your story. In a lot of ways, we all want to write a story, right? We all want to write our biography. We all want to write our memoir. And 
when do you think it's right to write a memoir and when to tell that story? You know? Um, I think the more important question may be, um, what gives you the, what gives you Neil, me, Harold, anybody out there listening, what gives you the right to not live enough to be able to tell a story? Mm. Right. Yes. So you, you were put here, even though it, it may be to affect this circle or a large circle, but your presence is important in the grander scheme of the world. So I, I think when you don't uh, experience uh, your life to the fullest, um, you, you, you're doing the world a disservice. So I think the bigger question is not when is it right to write a novel, but, but observing the fact that it's not right for you not to live. To live and to experience things that not many people get to experience. We have all the opportunities to experience. We're just a fear is what keeps us from wanting to do it. Fear is... Holds us back. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I was saying fear is something that keeps us, you know, to, to say, I'm not going to do this. What are people going to think? What, what, why do this? And say, well, let's do it. Why can't we? And what, yeah. what's, if you don't succeed the first time, you're going to succeed the next time. And that's, that's all you can do. And I think that when people talk about writing a story, write a book. If it doesn't sell anything the first time, go write another one. And go write another one. We don't become better at something. Instead, we do it all the time. And first-time authors make that mistake even before they've even read a biography on themselves. I mean, a memoir on themselves, and they don't do well. Oh, I'm not going to do it again. No, or I didn't. Did you get joy out of this? Did this was this an experience? How many authors are there in the world compared to everyone? If you walk down the street, how many people are, are authors? Not many. How many are directors or filmmakers? Not everyone down the street, not everyone we know. So doing things that really make us happy, but doing things that really uh, make you feel good inside is what's important for sure. Yeah, definitely. Doing things that connect you to your particular purpose in this world, whatever that is, you know, whether it be cooking, uh, sports, film, uh, art, uh, uh, journalism, whatever it is that, that that you know what your purpose is, and you everybody knows what it is, and they sort of run. Most people run from it, or or, or sort of shove it down. Um, but I, I don't think you have a right to do that. I think you're doing the world a disservice when you when you don't um, express what 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 you've been given to give this world. Exactly, and just because somebody told you you can't do it doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. I say, right. why do it? Oh, you know, get a safe job or do this thing or do that. Well, if you're not living, you're missing out. So this character really, when he writes his story, even though he's going to die, he really sees he lived a life then. Is that part of what we're going to learn? It, it, I think he really connects for the first time. And, and in that process of trying to resolve some things that he thinks he's going through, I think it's the first time in his life that he actually is connecting with, with the people around him, with himself, with just the art of living, right? And, and that's, that's, that's the difference between uh, something, writing something worth reading or making something worth seeing and, and not, frankly. And it's too bad that so many people just go through life not loving life and choosing to love life and missing out in yeah. life in general, because there's so many opportunities and so many experiences that we can have if we choose just to do. And right. I think our 
our personal happiness is important because I'm sure we're going to learn from this character that maybe he wasn't happy always. And now mm-hmm. he's finally finding himself from this story. Yeah. And I think, I think when we meet him, uh, he's, he's, he's not in a good place. He's not in a good place professionally. He's not in a good place personally. Um, he's making some question, questionable decisions. Um, but through this journey to sort of uh, understand who he is, I think he, he finds a level of, uh, of uh, contentment with, with himself and with his life. What feedback have you gotten from the film so far? What have people said? Um, I've, I've, it's been nothing but love out there, to be honest with you. I, I haven't had uh, too many uh, detractors. That's not to say that I, I, you know, it's something special about me. I think there's just something special about the film. Um, I think it, especially in a time like today where um, everyone's sort of is questioning who they are, who they're going to be, who they were. Um, and, 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 you know, people, everyone's unsure, you know, your everybody's world has been shaken up and we're trying to put it back together. I think to watch a person do that, with, with some sort of uh, genuine um, integrity and trying to trying to come to terms with who he is. I think there's a bit of catharsis there that people like. Exactly. And it sounds like that for sure. And uh, as you said, it's funny, even though it's, it's so it's a comedy drama, would you say? Yeah. 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 And a holiday, <laughs> and a holiday, holiday film. film. We're going to do the holiday film too. There's definite life lessons learned. Where can people watch it? Where's the best place? Yeah, yeah. So right now um, we have an exclusive uh, streaming deal with uh, Roku Channel. They're they're very good people over there, and they're making some really important uh, moves in the uh, in that space, in the streaming space. And then I'm sure they're going to take it to the next level really soon. So we're really excited about that deal that we got with the Roku Channel. Um, if you go to the Roku Channel now, it's actually streaming now um, in the uh, on on the Roku Channel, and you can definitely see the Forgettable Life of Liam White. Fantastic. And where can we connect with you? Are you on social media? People could connect with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you look up, uh, if you Google me, Google Harold Jackson the third, make sure you put the third because there was a, a football player in the 70s. Um, and he, whenever, if you just put Harold Jackson in, he, he takes all my shine. So I guess you have to put the third or else you have to sift through about five different articles on that on him. Um, also uh, at Harold Jackson three, the number three, you can find me there or, 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 you know, just chase me down. I'm all over the place. We appreciate it. And your continued success as a director and writer and uh, continue to put out stories that people want to tell. And the message you bring that we need to live life to the fullest is such an important message. We appreciate you stopping by. Oh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. You're welcome. You're listening and watching the Neil Haley show. And we'll be back in just a moment.